Welcome to another episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss if the Oscars made the right changes this week. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by Josh Daly. I discovered this Twitter account called John Mulaney Bot, where it mashes up all of his favorite bits and puts them together into unique combinations, and it's the best thing ever. Go check it out. All right, go give that one a follow. And if you want to find us, uh, I'm on Twitter at MovieCooper, Coops underscore Hoops. Josh is on there at... Just Joshua Ryan. And then we, as a podcaster, are on there at Friends and Film as well. So be sure to follow us on social and then you know, head over to iTunes and give us a subscription all that good stuff. But we're going to jump into the big question this week, as always, by this week discussing the changes made by the Academy, asking the big question, did the Oscars make the right changes? Um, if you're not aware... There were kind of three big changes that came this week, courtesy of the Academy, or really the Board of Governors for the Academy, who made the decision um, not voted on by all the Academy members, including the 900 plus new, young, diverse hires that or additions they made earlier this year. So what they did is they have kind of made the mandate that we are going to have a three-hour show from now on. That is that is the runtime. Um, do you think that is a good runtime to have for the Oscars? Yeah, that's the perfect amount of attention I am willing to give this awards night. Um, it'll roll into like what ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Yeah, less c- close to midnight. Mm-hmm. That that is perfect for us East Coasters who <laughs> have eight a.m. classes and all that jazz the next day. Yeah, I I think this is a, I think this is a good runtime. Even though I don't really care about the runtime, um, as long as the show is good and if you really wanted to change the runtime or just kind of shorten it at any length, just get rid of all the shenanigans like, you know, going and visiting people, you know, seeing a wrinkle in time or bringing strangers into the theater. Like we just need to get rid of that, get rid of like the performances of the best song. Like at that point, you know, all the songs Mm -hmm. performing them live doesn't change the vote. So it doesn't make any sense to do it there anyway. So there are ways to make the show shorter. And one of them and the mind of the Academy was to, uh, shorten the amount of announcements that are made by still making all the same announcements, still doing all the same categories, but they're going to film some of the announcements and speeches during commercial breaks. And then on the telecast, they will then kind of repurpose those and kind of put them together during other lulls of the program. So that'll probably mean smaller categories like sound mixing, sound design, costume design, hair and makeup, those kind of smaller categories that maybe people don't care as much about um, in a general sense, those will be the ones that are probably cut down and just be like, all right, and the winner was this movie. And the winner was this movie. You get a miss. You probably miss most of the speeches, um, which is kind of a bummer because you, those people work just as hard for their Oscars as everybody else did. Um, but I also get it from the Oscars and ABC's perspective of being like, well, we need to shorten it. How many people really care about this? I think I actually even made, we did a big question um, back in February about Mm -hmm. the changes that the Oscars should make. And I think I actually just suggested something like this of saying, well, they should just like pair up different categories that maybe most people don't care about and have like their own mini award shows that you then like air the winners of and highlights of the speeches instead of having like commercial breaks or something. Um, and that would be a way to still highlight these people without totally kind of taking away from their moment. <laughs> but what do you what do you think about this change as well? Okay, I think when we had our discussion, I was like initially on board with like yeah. a lot of these things. But then Amanda said something. Um, who was mm-hmm. a guest on the podcast and who recently recently got, got married. married. Yes, so shout out, congratulations again, again on this episode, another one. Um, 
shout out to this. But she said something about how this is supposed to be for these people mm-hmm. who work all year in this industry. Um, and you're they're kind of going to get edited down and out in some ways and mm-hmm. not be able to take center stage. So part of me thinks we're missing out on something like that. Yeah. At the same time, even the awards show for you know the movie business the show business the money-making business there it's like we gotta have viewers for this too it's kind of weird and cynical (laughs) but um i want a shorter telecast so you're gonna have to do gotta get rid of something cut some things down um and yeah that's probably what you'll have to do I, i i'm okay with it for now until i see what they cut yeah um my my worst fear though is that they'll cut like best cinematography yeah and then that's where i'll just lose it because you know i mean roger dankins anytime that man you know does excellent work he should be on stage and they should show it out there live for everyone yeah um the good news that they made was uh actually moving the ceremony up so instead of it coming like in the at the end of february starting in 2020 the oscars will actually air in like the first week or just around there in February. So we're getting like a two to three week head start on the Oscars, which means a two to three week shorter Oscar window, um, which could move up limited releases, which uh, will also put more pressure on everybody to see the movies quicker because you have three less weeks to cram in Mm -hmm. all of the movies that are nominated. So um, I, I do like this change a lot because just as like a casual, not a casual movie goer, but as somebody who's not, uh, I'm not I'm not an Oscar voter or anything. Sure. Like I'm not doing Oscar predictions year round or any of that kind of stuff, but just somebody who tries to follow this stuff still so that way when like Oscar season rolls around, I kind of know which movies to go check out because by that point you have a decent understanding of what movies are likely to get nominations. Um I like that there's like less time to like wait because for, currently I feel like Oscar season starts in like April is when like the first major film festival happens and then we get buzz and then there's more major festivals in like September and October. And then it's like, Oh, now I gotta keep track of stuff like six, seven, eight months instead of like, and now it can be just a little shorter of a window Mm -hmm. and I can get track of all my movies and be ready. And then kind of reposition myself out of, all right, well now I'm thinking about last year to now. Okay. Well now I'm onto this next year. Yeah. I, I think if it works out that way, because we just before we started the show, I went on to a tangent about <laughs> like you know my entire belief system on how movies should be released. But I'm if the movies get to theaters, the Oscar nominated theaters get to you know the go wide release sooner. This change is good. But if not, if they still just you know start flittering out you know mid January, mm-hmm. early July. F- Early February, sorry, not July. Um, <laughs> it will have done us no good. Yeah. But if we start getting everything packed into the end of the year, wide release, mm-hmm. and at the beginning of the year, I would love it because I'm off school or, you know, there's a lull in my work. Mm-hmm. I'm not rushing around. It's the dead of winter and no one does anything yeah. from Christmas to like that week after New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And that would be the perfect time just to wander in one day with my amc a-list card and then just three peep films yeah for two weeks so that yeah I, I am i am definitely on board for this and then like you said the mentality thing is really interesting and i never thought of it that way where you can just shift gears mm-hmm. 2018 is 2018 now it's 2019 not 
wait a minute, this this is a 2017 movie technically, right. <laughs> but it's coming out now for the Oscars in 2020 mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Yeah. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And because like even like the Globes and like other movie award shows are like, happening at the, the end of the year mm-hmm. or early like the next year. So like to just have the big award show be closer to the rest of them, it just gives the award season just a much more um, compact you know, roll out, which I, which I, which I'll enjoy, yeah. I think. So, uh, that was all the changes we made. So that's the end of the big question. See mm-hmm. you guys later. Uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, <laughs> we have the big, we have the big actually topic to still, to, still to discuss that being the addition of a brand new category, which as of right now, it is being called the, uh, outstanding achievement in popular film, which is all the details we have on it. There are no other guidelines. There are no other stipulations. There are no other, rules or guidelines or anything uh, all we know is that this is going to be a new category implemented next year so for the 29 for the 20 for the movies coming out this year in 2018 these movies will be up for a outstanding achievement in popular film category for the oscars that air in february 2019 so the assumption is that this is just going to be a praising of the big blockbusters that this is going to be well if you made if you made a billion dollars or close to it you're getting an oscar nomination now and probably a win so a movie like avengers infinity war which probably had no shot at getting a best picture nomination now has a pretty decent chance of getting nominated for an oscar possibly even winning one while on the flip side a movie like black panther or mission impossible fallout could be like deemed good enough in the minds of many oscar uh, voters to actually get a best picture nomination but instead those movies will just be like well I can nominate those movies for best popular film. So I'll put Black Panther in my best popular bracket instead of giving it a nomination to best picture. So there's a lot of different kind of ways to look at this um, new category announcement as well as, you know, well, if they're adding this category, they should have added best done or best casting or whatever. Um, But this is the new category we have. This is like the first new main addition to the Oscars in several years. So just on the initial announcement, Josh, do you like the addition of the most outstanding achievement popular film Oscar not on its face no I don't because I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense at least in broad strokes when you look at film Mm -hmm. because now you have to define what is a popular movie and what are the requirements for a popular movie and I know it seems and sounds like pearl clutching and like oh, semantics, who cares what a popular film is? like? Like, isn't the if you give an award for popular film, number one, it's first of all, it's patting the head and saying there, there, oh honey, here's your participation <laughs> trophy. Yeah, and that's the thing that kind of like baffles me a little bit because any film that should be up for best picture, can you be up for best picture? Yes, and you most can, you, popular, you can get nominated for both. Just like technically. A movie can still be nominated for best animated movie and best picture or best foreign film and best picture. But if history has shown us anything, that just makes it less likely unless your movie like Toy Story 3 did get a best picture nomination, I believe, as well as best animated. So um, there are those rare instances. But yes, you can still technically still get a best picture and most popular nomination. Okay. So that's still... I think it makes a distinction that didn't need to be made, first of all. Mm-hmm. And, that, I mean, yeah, I just, like, it feels like you're devaluing any film that you put into that category. 
in it and then I think I texted you as soon as we started talking about the big question or mm-hmm. as soon as the announcement came out and I said something along the lines of this is Disney just pushing for a way to pat themselves on the back, or I think I used different words, but pat themselves on the back um, for all of the money that they are throwing Mm -hmm. into Star Wars, the MCU, and any other Pixar film that does above, um, you know, $500 million, Mm -hmm. whatever the case. So that way Cars 3 can get itself a nomination. (laughs) Oscar-nominated Cars 3. I couldn't even get a... Best anime movie nomination, so no, yeah, <laughs> it's not getting not. most popular. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just best film. I mean, it's just like, I'm trying to delineate them here. But at what point, like, what makes a popular film, and why? Yeah, and it's trying to de- decide what that is. Is it the money? Is it making a tr- trillion dollars, a billion dollars worldwide? <laughs> is that does that mean it's popular, or mm-hmm. does that just mean a lot of people want to go see it? Is the Rotten Tomatoes rating, or, or is Rotten Tomatoes going to come into the Oscars and be like, "Well, sorry, you, you know, even though your movie made five hundred million dollars or six hundred million dollars, you had a Rotten Tomatoes score of sixty percent." So, mm-hmm. and then you know, the floor drops out like in. Um, the Emperor's New Groove, and the movie's gone forever. You know, mm-hmm. that's how it kind of works. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. It seems, I don't know, it just seems like craven to get, you know, Hollywood, like, you know, people who participate in these movies who have these large social media gatherings mm-hmm. to show up so they can punch up their ratings. And I didn't know this until we, st- right before we started, but you just told me that, ABC was pushing for this. Yes, there was a report about that. Yes, well, there you go. Like I, I mean, I made that claim completely off the cuff, <laughs> but like I feel validated now that that's what we have. And I mean, I could maybe be convinced otherwise. Maybe the eligibility and how they, you know, define the category going forward mm-hmm. changes my perspective about it. But the idea that they did that without even defining the category means that it's much more of a marketing play mm-hmm. than it is something essential to how you make movies in Hollywood. Right? I mean So you so you are against the award. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Popular and best are the same thing. Well I mean are favorite and best the same thing? No, they're not. Because Star so Wars is my so, favorite, so, but it's not so, the best. So popular, popular and best are not also the same thing. Because you, Moonlight won Best Picture uh, two years ago. Yes. And but you can't say that is that was the most popular movie of the year. Like that is that would just be a, that would just be a lie. There was Civil War, uh, Rogue One, Jungle Book, Batman v Superman. There are so many more popular films than a Moonlight or even a La La Land or something that to compare the two, I think are completely different. Um, so for me in kind of seeing this, this announcement be made uh, again, it, it led me to believe that the board of governors, maybe people at ABC, they listen to friends and film podcast. They listen to the big question specifically because I suggested something like this again on our, what changes to the Oscars make because Look at you can look at it as they're just patronizing these big blockbusters, however you want to look at it. But mm-hmm. I also think that there is just this 
there's the mindset of the academy that whatever movie is if it has if it has a budget over 100 million dollars it is not best picture worthy that is just a mindset i feel like the academy voters have unless you have a guy like christopher nolan attached to it or peter jackson or something where all right well we'll give you lord of the rings because i feel like we got you at this point or okay chris you made a giant world war ii movie with dunkirk here's your nomination finally um these other movies aren't getting that like right now i think mission impossible fallout is the best maybe or possibly the second best movie of the year technically acting directing cinematography score all those aspects but do i think as a shot at getting an oscar nomination absolutely not i mean maybe you'd get a score and lauren Balf will get a score nomination or something but does it have a chance to get a best picture nomination at this point uh, no because what oscar voter even if they're adding these these young new voters that are hip and cool and diverse those are those are just a few of the thousand members of the academy that they're not going to overweigh the old people who have you know been a part of the academy for years that are just going to look at Mission Impossible and say no, that is just Tom Cruise doing stunts. That isn't that we're not even going to see that because it's not our it's not our cup of tea. It's not our it's, it's not our typical pristine indie blockbusters based on movies or true stories or whatever. So we're not going to give it a nomination. And I think you can look at this as like a cop out of in a way where they've for the last year, there was a lot of or two years ago. There was people like, well, could Deadpool get that, you know, a best screenplay nomination or could Ryan Reynolds get a best actor nomination? Mm-hmm. Could, could Deadpool even get a best picture nomination because it was that good? And then last year, Wonder Woman, phenomenal. People were raving about it. Critics loved it. But then Academy came around, not a vote anywhere. I don't think they got a nomination. And then this year, there's again that pressure with Black Panther of this movie like should get costume design, uh, cinematography, like Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan for Best Supporting. Like There are nominations to go around for this movie potentially. And instead, the Academy is like, well, we got to make sure that that doesn't happen when we don't snub Black Panther. So we're going to create a new category just to make sure that Black Panther gets a nomination for sure and probably wins because it would look bad for us if we'd somehow managed to not get Black Panther the love that a lot of people want to have. So I think there are multiple ways to look at this. And I think that this isn't straight off the announcement. And the since we have no details on it, I don't think it's a bad move. I think this is a move that can make sense in the long run, that this is a move that can gain more interest in the Oscars. It can be a move that you know, as we learn more about it, can add more conversation to the Oscars that can add more intrigue to it. Um, but at this point, I just need to know more before I decide whether or not it is a great move or not. And in, as far as what you were saying in terms of, you know, the rules and the guidelines, I don't know if I, I mean, I would like to know somewhat of the basis of how the Oscar voters are going to deem what is was the most popular film but i also don't want it to just be like okay well it's based on your box office performance or it's based on your rotten tomato score because then like i think last year honestly if, the, if there was a outstanding achievement in popular film academy award last year get out would have won that award yes and it still probably would have won best screenplay it still probably would have got those other nominations but that movie made 250 million dollars or something at the box office but that that is that is nothing compared to all the other blockbusters that came out last year. You know, I don't want to see last year's nominations be all right. Well, we got Wonder Woman, we got Spider-Man: Homecoming, we got Thor: Ragnarok, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and we got 
some other blockbuster. We got Power Rangers or something. Mm-hmm. Those are our most outstanding popular film nominations um, because I don't want it to just be based on the money. I want it to be like these culturally significant, relevant conversations where um, like this year, like a movie like Mission Impossible, I mean, unfortunately for this year, I feel like most of the big popular films are those big tent poles, whether it's Infinity War, Black Panther, Fallout, Incredibles 2. Um, you can maybe throw Deadpool 2 into that mix as well. Um, or like A Quiet Place. Would A Quiet Place get in there? Would Game Night, can Game Night get an Oscar nomination now? Because it is so popular. And if that's the case, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that just because Avengers Infinity War now gets a nomination, even though it's probably going to get like a visual effects nomination, if anything else, I don't think it's a bad thing just to have the conversation of, okay, well, like, let's just say the hypothetical ballot is in, you know, come, come January, best popular film is either between Infinity War, Black Panther, uh, A Quiet Place, um, Incredibles 2, and um, Fallout. Fallout. That is a super interesting conversation to have when you, to just debate with people when we have our Oscar prediction show, like, all right, well, let's. Like, what what are they going to choose? Are they going to, like, how will they base it? Will they base it on the box office? Will they base it on the reception? Will they base it on just the cultural movement around it and all? And I think there's just fun conversations to be had with this where it doesn't, like, I've seen people say that the addition of this award, like, takes away the integrity of the Academy in some ways. I just don't think that's the case. I feel like we need a lot more information on this before we can make true um, statements about what this means for the Oscars now, what it means for the Oscars moving forward. That's my tangent. I feel like I've been talking for like 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> but those are my thoughts. Uh, it, random, all over the place thoughts on this new category. Didn't feel like that long because I got lost deep in thought on a couple points that you made. <laughs> and you said that, okay, so if getting, earlier you said that a popular best popular film award nominee nomination mm-hmm. would make it probably less likely that it gets awarded for best film or gets a nomination for best film possibly okay i want that to not be true because you have convinced me but i still have my reservations mm-hmm. i do think i like the idea of the cigar smoking stuffy 80 90s year old oscar academy voters mm-hmm not getting a complete say in what gets best picture or what one film they elevate above the rest Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, Because I think back to um, Mad Max in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Didn't win best picture, but it just steamrolled every mm-hmm. other category that involved people, you know, on the technical side of things, um, costume design, editing, production, sound editing, um, mixing, makeup, and then nominees for best picture, director, mm-hmm. uh, cinematography, and visual effects. Like an immaculate movie like that, that, okay, underperformed a little bit at the box office, um, at least in his opening weekend. Because, like, what did they lose out to? They lost to Pitch Perfect 2, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember the Anna Kendrick tweet about that. Um, you know, was what it was. But still, I would argue it was a massive blockbuster, mm-hmm. or at least the potential, the budget for it. And it got rewarded because every piece of it was incredible. It was also fun. It was super entertaining. And mm-hmm. then just probably one of the quintessential action movies 
that and Fallout are, you know, the best of what we have to offer. And so it was a Best Picture nominee because it was made up of all of these pieces. But when you come down to it, it's something like Infinity War, mm-hmm. a movie which blew me away. Entertaining as heck, but would I nominate it for all of these other categories? Maybe other than visual effects? Probably not. Yes. So then it kind of comes down to, well, a lot of people want to go see this movie, so we should give it a nomination. Mm -hmm. But whereas you have Fallout, where it's editing, score, or throw all that out, the very technical aspects of making that movie Mm -hmm. are stunning, and there's no categories for it. So maybe, yeah. So then, like, we could give it a nomination for Best Popular Film because what do we love in popular film? We love action. We love how, like, you know, it makes your heart race rather than the story and how compelling it is. Mm-hmm. And that, that would be a great place to stick movies like that. But also, you know, movies are made up of different pieces. And, like, you know, I just kind of went down, you know, all the make those films. And then, you know, instead of just, like... I guess what I'm really saying should have created categories for stunts. Yes. And, you know, technical achievement in film is what this real movie should really be. Mm-hmm. Because then you get into all of the behind the scenes aspects. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, one of the reasons Mission Impossible sold me after resist, I resisted it for a long time <laughs> um, was seeing the effort everyone went to to get those shots, seeing Tom Cruise do. 15 different takes of mm-hmm. diving off of not diving off a building, but jumping from building to building, you know, to get the shot. And then they merged them together and created what shows up in the film. Like that is epic. And it's cool. It's awesome. It should be praised, but putting it in like a popular film category feels like devaluing it still. Um, but I, I don't know. Why is it so like, why is it bad to say this is like the most popular film of the year? I, I just don't get how that's a bad thing. Because you're deny, you I mean you feel like you're denying it its place among the rest of the movies. In a lot of ways, like, sure, you may be really good, and then you know everyone enjoyed you, but we're still gonna let all of the people who haven't made movies in fifty years, mm-hmm. twenty years, twenty years probably, you know, still get to say what they like the best, rather than people who are participating in the industry. I think it maybe comes back to one of the things I said in our show of like the changes I'd like to see the Oscars make. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're just accommodating for people who are already a part of it rather than, you know, just saying movies are, you know, like it, it's a year of movies, not a lifetime of movies. Yeah. We're judging this sole year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It gets me to some other things. It just feels like the wrong, long it's a short-term solution for a long-term problem mm-hmm. that I think they have. But you make really good arguments, too. I'll let you say some stuff. But uh, you make really good arguments, especially when concerning Get Out and then, like, Black Panther this year. Because, mm-hmm. like, I would argue Black Panther is already the winner yeah. of most popular film. Yeah, I would say, if the, like, since it's being implemented next year, I feel like Black Panther is the shoe-in to win most popular film, unless the, unless the voters go otherwise. And if that's the other thing we have to consider here too is that this is going to be the first time that this award's ever been introduced Mm -hmm. and it's happening in a year where for the last two or three years the academy has been adding 
new young voices that are because they wanted to mix up the voting and the outcomes and to get a a get out a, an oscar win but also best picture to get shape of water a movie where a fish man has sex with a, a, a human lady where that movie can win best picture right which just seems so bizarre but you can already see those changes happening and like we mentioned at the top of the show that just because you have a nomination in most popular film does it negates you from having a nomination in best picture. So there are still the, the chances that a black Panther with these 900 plus new additions can get a best picture nomination, but also will it win best picture? Even if it gets nominated, I would say the chances are very slim. I don't know what the, the, what the fall lineup has, but I just don't get the sense that the Academy, even with all these new voices is ready to make a, Marvel Studios blockbuster, two hundred million dollar opening weekend type of movie, a Best Picture winner. That is not the sense I get. But can they get it a nomination and then give it the award that it deserves and have it be the most popular movie of the year? Absolutely. And yes, I get. I, I still I, I can see the critiques of like, well, they're just trying to cover their bases so that way they can, you know, still have their their arts their art house films, but then also you know, you know kind of cater to these younger audiences who are more interested in blockbuster films. But I also don't get, I don't get the argument of like, well, this is just a ratings boost like play because like I, I didn't watch the Oscars as a kid. It was once I started like finding out about like independent movies Mm -hmm. and getting more involved in this community that like, Oh, well now I want to watch the Oscars. But like, is there a chance that like a cup, like a couple more people will go check out the Oscars this year because they can see a commercial says, find out who wins most popular film it's black panther versus avengers infinity war and it's like oh i want to see that but you can also find it out on twitter the moment it happens so i don't think this is like some great way to increase ratings on the oscars for years to come um it's more just like a it's a way to show the whole uh pool of movies and give attention to all types of movies because if you have docs you have foreign films you got shorts you got animated you got indie dramas leading the way in best picture most of the time you know having nominating five popular films that can range from a inventors of infinity war to a quiet place i don't i don't get why that's a bad thing and the conversations that it can drive and the interests and um i honestly feel like again not knowing anything about really what movies are coming out in terms of what movies are actually going to be best picture quality movies for the 2019 oscars but it's like best picture is always one of those like categories where oh well like I feel like by the time the academy by the time the Oscars actually come around we get a good we have a good idea of what movie is actually going to win best picture whether it's um, people most people thought that Shape of Water was going to win best picture last year or the year before it's like all right well it's clearly between La La Land and Moonlight which one's going to win out and they both went on stage and <laughs> uh, whether it was a mishap or whatever. Um, having this new award and like at least for the first couple of years, trying to figure out how Oscar is going to deem what was the most popular film. I think those are just fun conversations to have. And hmm. maybe it's just me and my blockbuster love and heart, but I, I, I like this idea. I think at the end of the day, I still want to know more about it. I don't want it to just be like, all right, well, whatever the top five grossing movies worldwide, those are your nominations every year. Because it's like the lumber getting into a point of you like know, 2013 is like, yeah, it, here's Harry Potter seven and Transformers three. And these like movies that like, they're not 
worthy of being in an Oscar conversation, but if they can be of all genres, of all budgets, and it's just more of like the cultural impact that these movies have to get like it chapter two in two years, get that an Oscar nomination potentially with it chapter two, wonder woman two, uh, Avengers four plus the lion King and something else. That is going to be a great battle. Yeah. And you know what? Again, like I said, you're slowly pulling me over the side as we go here. But like now I start to consider people who go see these movies, like Avengers Infinity War doesn't have to automatically win. It could qualify for it mm-hmm. because it made over $50 million in a wide release or, or whatever they, whatever the parameters yeah. are for it. It has to premiere in so many theaters and whatever else. The people who go see the movie aren't the people voting. Exactly. And then people who love Mission Impossible Fallout and everything Christopher McQuarrie did, all of the editors, all of the sound design workers, all of the stunt coordinators, all of those people mm-hmm. can pick up Fallout and say, not enough of you went to go see this movie opening weekend and subsequently after it came out, here's our best picture winner. And Best picture? Or best most popular oh, okay. film winner. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> this, this was a wide release film and this was the best one of all. And mm-hmm. I don't know why, I guess in my head... I was conflating it wrongly. And I don't know why I just had that epiphany. And maybe you were there the whole time and I'm just an idiot. But yeah, uh, I guess it could work out. The parameters are going to be so important. Yeah. And I may, as soon as I see the parameters, be like $100 million. Yeah. If, if, they, if they come out no you know, thank you. in November and say, all right, here are the rules. Here are the qualifications to be nominated for most popular film. You have to have... Uh, have made over $250 million at the box office. You've had to have um, X amount of social media uh, mentions or something like, yeah. like all of these different metrics. And it's like, well, you're just like, you're not getting it. Like the most popular film I feel like is pretty easy to gauge. Like at this point it is black Panther. It mm-hmm. is black Panther or infinity war or Mission impossible fallout. Yeah. How many memes is your, your movie? Exactly. Generated? Like, but like that, that is like a legitimate thing of like, I don't want memes to gen to, sure. you know, dictate who wins Oscars or whatever. But at the same time, like it, it doesn't take away from them in any ways by, um, giving these movies a spotlight or having the Oscars give, a, give some love to movies that they typically don't give nominations to yes there are those occasions where um you know in inception will get nominated for best picture or something or uh like last year we had dunkirk and get out both movies which if the popular film categories were on last year i would guess both of those would have been nominated for most popular film yeah um it would have come down to get out or dunkirk yeah and if that's the case and we're still getting our most popular films getting nominated at best picture, but then they're also getting nominated for the most popular film. And then one of them is winning. Then it's just adding more conversation to those films. But also, you know, if, cause there's also the chance that like some of these people don't even watch some of these big blockbusters, some of these voters, but now that they have to vote on these, maybe they'll actually watch like a black Panther and they didn't watch it before. They'll realize, wow, like this movie is like exceptionally directed or exceptionally scored or whatever. And now we're going to give Ludwig Gordon an Oscar nomination for a score for black Panther, which maybe half of those voters wouldn't have done that before because they didn't check out black Panther or something. But now that they feel like they had to at least check it out to gain this conversation, 
if academy voters the old you know the the ones that we all have in our heads like these old grumpy old men that just like don't want anything to change just want to watch movies about themselves yes and or whatever if they actually have to like check these movies out to give an opinion on them and they don't have to they can just fudge their way through and be like well i've heard about this one check you get my vote um but maybe they do check one of these out and maybe they actually see that some of these movies have more merit to them than they would initially believe uh, you know, I really can't find a flaw in the logic you just said there. Like, honestly, I, that is, that is those are very great points. Um, maybe I, I'm not a fan. Okay. This award could be very good. They need to change the name eventually. Yes. Hopefully the name will be changed by 2019. Maybe. Um, and be something a little bit more cooler and a little more prestigious sounding. that doesn't sound as pandering. Right. But I also... Um, but I could get behind this in a lot of ways. I wouldn't want to like my suggestion. I think when I threw out this idea was, was like, all right, well let's just split it up into like based on budgets. Like if you, if your movie's made for less than $50 million, you're in this category. If your movie's made for more than $50 million, you're in this category. And those are your best indies versus best blockbusters. And those are your, your two main categories. But I don't want them to name this best blockbuster because that also has like a certain connotation to it mm-hmm. where most popular film or whatever, like maybe there's a better way to say it, but also I don't think it's yeah. terrible. I want to get it kind of want to get away from the idea that because also like black Panther, cause this is black Panther told a complex best film winning story, you know, like kind of like what you would traditionally see, mm-hmm. you know, in the scope of a Marvel budgeted MCU film like that had to had to fit into that universe but then also Ryan Coogler took the story and made it about something you know personal but also powerful and you know that kind of became emblematic for mm-hmm. you know the um entire politics for not only like African Americans but like the continent of all as a whole and you know that perspective and worldview like that's an achievement mm-hmm. that needs to be recognized in a lot of ways. And yeah, like, but like, like you said, like the, the, those, that stereotype that we have of, you know, the Woody Allen type people, mm-hmm. you know, are not going to watch it and are not going to vote for it. Yeah. And the people that just came into the Academy who probably worked on that movie, <laughs> who, you know, probably whose friends were a part of that and helped create it know and love it and we'll you know give an award for it yeah and, and like just in my really good in, in my sense of like people who are upset about this i feel like it comes down to people who are saying this is just the way for the academy to give nominations to superhero movies and honestly if this if this award was around last year i think our nominations could have been like if, there, if let's say there's five nominations which there could be up to 10 which i think would be a bit much i would rather them keep it to like five to seven because really how many i mean i guess it's popular film so it, it's a, subjected to a certain degree but like baby driver um blade runner 24 not even possibly like it uh john wick chapter two popular without being like well here's marvel winning another oscar they've won six in a row because they just keep cranking out billion dollar hits like no that's i feel like that is not the mandate that they're going to abide by and so if we're looking again just the cultural impact it's not going to be like in this this or in like this next year it's yeah. not going to be all right well ant-man and the wasp is now an oscar nominate not oscar nominee because it's a marvel movie no it'll be 
Black Panther and Infinity War and Fallout and Game Night and uh, what was the other one? A Quiet Place. Like it'll be like those movies or something, some combination of them, and maybe Aquaman. And then you add that comp- that conversation in at the end of the year when like Bumblebee hits really big or Aquaman blows us out of the water literally. Uh, it's just like well, well now there's just too many popular movies which one what are they going to be and like again it's just that conversation that i think this award is gained whether it's out of spite or whether people are taking it seriously and have fun with it whatever yeah i i the more we talk about this the more i like the addition of this category I think it can work it could totally backfire i could be wrong they could be like well whatever's the top earner at the box office mm-hmm. that's what that that wins and yeah. i'm like well that just that's dumb that's a dumb award right just call it highest winner highest box office performer of the yes. year that's not a, that's not an award. Then eventually it turns into best studio executive, exactly or producer. Or I mean, I, I would. I'm surprised they actually haven't done something like that, honestly. But um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, and you know, like 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 I said, like this is a in my head. This was like a popular vote. Like they put up polling booths, and everyone in the country went and voted on most popular film. Yeah, but that's not the case. The Academy's yeah, going to set parameters. Not. Probably not. That's right. Not I mean, if it is, then again, that again, my my tune could totally change. But like, vote well, by Twitter poll. <laughs> now, nah, well, now this is just dumb. <laughs> but the Academy members will vote for it. Industry insiders or industry active industry members mm-hmm. in some way or the other in a past, live or present, and they'll get to pick. And maybe Get Out would have won last year, or maybe The Big Sick would have been a nominee and gotten voted for a movie that you know yeah. is so endearing and lovely. So, you know, the the more I think about it, the more I realize this is not going to be voted on by the Americans spending their dollars on mm-hmm. it. It'll be voted on wide release films, and maybe that means that more people release their films wide yeah. to qualify for it. Because really wide release is going to be the biggest thing. Yeah. If you're willing to put up for mass appeal, then the big sick could have premiered day one mm-hmm. as soon as it got picked up and then been nominated for an Oscar and so on and so forth. So that could be really cool. Yeah. I have come around to this actually. All right. I do. Oh, let me phrase it. I don't hate this at its <laughs> face anymore. Um, and and it mostly hinges on the idea that for some reason, I thought everyone gets to decide or like it'll, the, the entire global population got to decide this right oh, okay so yeah. it'd be like mtv award type thing as long as it's as long as we don't see the trend emerge that they just give it to billion dollar earning movies or right 100 million say 700 million dollar mm-hmm. movies like i don't want to see jurassic world on there oh no for as you know as much as i, I mean enjoyed i enjoyed it, it but yeah. it is not a exactly it's not a most popular film oscar worthy type film at all correct i mean episode seven and episode eight retroactively getting the award yes thank you perfect that's fine especially eight. especially eight just because mm-hmm. it just set the internet on fire <laughs> um but yeah i mean yeah i could definitely see myself not caring anymore about this and actually see it could actually end up being very important yeah so uh, I think I think we've covered it all. I think we covered everything we need to say about the most popular uh, film, Oscar. Friends of Film is now a supporter of this category. Yeah, the Academy. We will we will sponsor this, or you can sponsor us to keep talking about it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all on board this train uh, to hype up these blockbusters or these smaller movies that gain a following. However, you want to decide what is the most popular movie of the year. 
we're here for it. Uh, but just, we just want to know more info on it. So whenever you feel obliged to share, maybe give it to us first. We'll drop the exclusive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, probably not, but, you know, I, I'm looking forward to more. I do have one tweet to read okay. from John Lovett, who tweeted out like his fixes for the Oscars mm-hmm. that obviously didn't know about beforehand. But I think these are good. Um, if they ever make any more changes, do these. More jokes, and the host does not disappear for 30 minutes at a time. Um, presenters start at the mics. No walking out to music and all that jazz. Saves us, he said, 10 boring minutes. Fewer and shorter songs. No Just more, no songs. No songs. <laughs> no more speeches about the power of cinema. And Oscars <laughs> for best comedic and dramatic performances. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, I, I'd also, I mean, stunts casting yep. just because then you can get into like ensemble territory where you can say um spotlight casting director whoever that was i don't know their name right now but yeah. you can say here's the oscar for best cast or best casting and you have the casting director go up there with two of the stars or the whole cast i don't care and then you just shine more spotlight on this behind the scenes movies and even movie like or uh kind of like stunts you can get Mission Possible Fallout or a John Wick movie or mm-hmm. Upgrade could be in there potentially. Like you can, again, shine spotlights on more types of movies, which I, I think is ultimately what I want from the Oscars, which again, this is where you can kind of boil this down to whether or not you agree. With, like if you want the Oscars to be, uh, these are the most prestigious movies of the year, then you probably, you probably don't like this idea. But if you want, I like the Oscars because usually it shines a spotlight on movies that I didn't have on my radar before that I check out and then I really enjoy. So if they do that in more categories in different areas, then I think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So uh, those are our thoughts on the changes made by the Academy this week. Let us know yours on Twitter as well. We're on there at Friends of Film. And you can find me personally on Twitter at Moo Cooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. And head over to give us a five-star review while you're at it because it really helps out the show. But again, thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film podcast. Josh. Thanks for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.